As we prepare to hear God's word read and proclaimed, let us pray for illumination. Holy One, your Lord, your word is a lamp to our feet. Give us grace to receive your truth in faith and strength to follow you on the good path you set before us. In Christ, amen. Our first scripture reading comes from the book of Isaiah. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Our second reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Holy wisdom, holy word. Good morning. Would you please pray with me? Speak to us your truth this morning, O God. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations in each of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you, O Lord, are our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. I wanted to start today with a quick thank you to this community 
I wanted to thank you for allowing me to grow and to walk with you and to listen to you and now to serve you as one of your associate pastors with my amazing colleague and mentor and friend, Jana. I am very grateful. I feel very lucky. And I wanted to say thank you today. Having said all that, I do have to admit to you that I am a bit tired this morning. This is the time of year, I think, when we are in the long haul of the cold days. They're often gloomy. We've had one, two, maybe three fake springs by now. The snow comes after a beautiful day. This time of year can bring about a certain weariness for many. I've noticed a progression of weariness in my life as I've gotten older. You know, I was never a coffee drinker. In fact, I made it all the way through college without ever trying coffee. And then we had our second child. <laughs> I remember right around that time, Lily was at home taking a nap and our neighbors were having a yard sale and I wandered out to their yard sale and was looking around and on a table they had a Keurig maker and I must have just been staring at it for a long time because my neighbor came up to me and said, David, I think you need this. Why don't you just take it with you? I learned to love coffee pretty quickly after that. And as life has gone on, weariness has taken on different roles and different intensities. More kids came. Work gets complicated. Life can become complex in many ways. I found myself, like many of us, looking for something to help me find rest along the way. I don't think I am alone in this pursuit. There is a huge business that is making products to help us with our weariness in this world. Did you know that there is a gizmo that you can clip on your pillow that will track how much you tossed and turned the night before during your sleep? Did you know that there is a sensor you can slip under your mattress that will register things like your restfulness, your room conditions, the temperature, offer suggestions to help you sleep better the next day. I even this week found a link to a company that was selling a strap that you put around your head that will communicate with your brain and tell your mind to be at peace and rest at night. It seems it is not just myself that is weary in this world. Many of us find ourselves to be weary but it made me wonder, is this weariness something that can be solved with these things, or are we looking for something different altogether? We can sense, most of us, I think, when we are weary in a deeper way than just tired. I think there are two kinds of weariness in our human condition. There is the physical tiredness, which we have talked about this morning, but there is also a spiritual weariness, a weariness that is deeper, a part of us, that can be found during truly testing times, a deep soul weariness that is tied to not just being physically tired, but is magnified by the trials of our lives, our emotions, our conditions, our realities, our frailties in this world. 
In the midst of times when we feel beaten down and are seeking relief from our weary souls, we will look anywhere and try anything, even a gizmo clipped to our pillows, to try to find rest and escape. Most of us know that life is not that way, however, and rest for our weary souls does not come in such easy packages. I think during our deep soul weariness, we are looking for something to refresh our spirits, something to fill the void that we feel, something to ease our fears and our burdens that we always constantly carry with us. Our culture tells us that there are fixes. More money will help you find peace from your rest and fears. Maybe a promotion at work will help you sleep easier at night. I know that I would sleep easier if I looked a different way or if I was surrounded with more friends, if I was better at some of the things that I just can't seem to do. If those things would change, I would finally find peace. But the start of this journey is here, friends. We come to this church and are reminded that God created us in God's image just as we are and there is peace in knowing that. We don't have to change to find rest for our weariness. That is the start of this search for renewal, I think. Our faith has a role to play in this conversation. The text that we heard from the Gospel of Matthew contains one of the most beloved sets of verses in all scripture. Come to me. All you who are weary, all you who are carrying heavy burdens, I will help you find rest. It's a beautiful promise from Jesus and one that is so crucial for so many of us to hear, especially people who are actively facing oppression, persecution, who are battling sicknesses, who are really in need of, heart, of help in hardships. There is rest to be found in God. There is someone greater than you or I who cares for you and will help you carry the burdens of your life. You are not alone. Jesus invites you to draw near. This was such an important text when I worked as a chaplain at Christ Hospital. One, the people who were in the most vulnerable places of their life, who had true, deep soul weariness, really needed to hear. Resting God does not mean a promise to remove all that is hard for us. But it is a promise that we are surrounded by our God, that God's love will walk with us and through anything that comes our way. There is peace in that knowledge. If today you find yourself in the midst of deep soul weariness from something that is big or immovable, I want you to absolutely hear Jesus' invitation for rest in him. So too there is another invitation for all of us to hear together this community of faith. Jesus begins the text by telling the people 
they are completely missing the message that he and John the Baptist before him had been giving. In a short parable, Jesus tells them they have failed to respond to the song of the children, which is so clear. When they played a glad song, no one danced. When the song became a dirge, no one was moved to tears. The call from John the Baptist and Jesus to hear the needs of the people and respond to them is something that is missed altogether by those who were claiming to have wisdom. So too today, we often miss our chance to call for mourning for a world whose burdens are heavy, for people around us who desperately need rest. Ours should be the first voices raised on behalf of people who really need support. And Jesus tells us that too often we are missing our chances. But when you take a step back and look at the whole picture of what is needed in this world and what is asked for from us, it can be downright overwhelming, can't it? I think this is part of what what contributes to our weariness as a people. I know it does mine. I get so tired and weary and sad when I watch the news and see the hurt and the pain in this world. When I take time to truly reflect on what life must be like for people who are living in war-torn regions of the globe. When I see images of a starving child as the commercial asks me for just 50 cents a day to keep her alive. When I go downtown to a restaurant or to a ball game and pass by people who are begging for money for food, too often finding myself looking away, unable to offer substantial help to all of them or even one of them. There is so much to be done in our world, so much justice left to work toward, that one cannot help but feel weary in the deepest places of our souls. I think Jesus knows this. Jesus is offering us encouragement in the work that we are called to do. Discipleship has both demands and comforts. We find both in this text this morning. While we contemplate the demands of what is being asked of us, Jesus offers us comfort and help. If you are doing my work the right way, he says, you are going to be tired. We are going to find ourselves weary, but we will never find ourselves alone. In fact, weariness is almost a guaranteed byproduct of doing God's work from time to time. What is asked of us is no small task. But as we work to lift the burdens of others, there is real potential for our own burdens of deep soul weariness to also be lifted as well. We can find renewal and rest for our spirits through doing God's work in the world. We are journeying together through the season of Lent, and we are focusing on what it is that we were made for. And here I come to you with a sermon about weariness. Weariness is not what we are made for, 
But it can feel like that sometimes, can it? The work that we do, the difficult moments that we find ourselves facing will often create weariness in our lives. But God comes to us with a gift and a promise of presence and renewal along the way. This message is brought to us by the prophet Isaiah that we heard this morning. It's a reminder of this presence. When you are struggling, when life feels hard, when you are weary, God says, don't you remember? Haven't you heard? The God who spins the planets and scattered the stars and is from everlasting to everlasting sees you and knows you and loves you and will renew you and lift you up on wings like eagles. This is a message of hope and of trust. It's not empty hope that says, believe in God and it will all be easy and fine. This is harder. There will be hard times that we live in. They will not just go away, but God will be there too. Rosie Kandenthal is a doctoral candidate at Hebrew Bible at Emory University in Atlanta. And she was drawn to a word in this text that I think speaks to this togetherness very well. In verse 31 that Evan read to us, it says, Those who wait on the Lord shall be renewed. The word for wait is the Hebrew word kavah. She points out that it is more than just wait, though, in Hebrew. Kavah literally means to bind together by twisting. It's an interesting way to think about waiting, isn't it? Waiting not just passively on a couch somewhere, waiting for hard times to pass us by. Instead, kavah is a very active word. We are not passively waiting in our weariness. We are actively bound together. We are bound together, those who suffer, and our God. We are bound together, those who are hurting and those who are oppressed, those who work for their relief. We are bound together with our God while we wait. We are bound together to God's truth and hope that God offers us in these moments. We are not just passively waiting so too God is not just in some far-off realm, but God is here, bound up and twisted with us, intimately involved in our moments of great hardship or suffering or persecution or grief or powerlessness or deep soul weariness and hopelessness. God is bound up and twisted with us, us with our God, and God with us, and us with one another. Bound while weary with the God of all creation. So be not afraid, says our God. This is a message for us to hear as a faith community together. Did you notice how all of the words in Isaiah with regard to hope are plural? 
Those who wait on the Lord, they will renew. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. This is not a message for a single person, but for us as a community as well. God seems very interested in talking to groups of people, communities who are hurting, the people of Israel instead of a person in Israel. There is strength when we walk together and not alone in our hardships. There is power in being lifted up while you are also lifting up. We can be both personally renewed and help renew others. Our hope comes from God and from this community that God has given us that renews our strength when it is failing. New members, we are so grateful that you are a part of this community now. Please lift us up as we lift you up as well. I'm sorry to say I'm not sure there is a cure for our weariness. I really hoped to put a QR code on there that you could scan and buy something, but I don't think it exists. I think as people we will always search for things to help us with our weariness. What our God promises is to help us with that weariness that lies deeper. God says, come to me, all you who are weary from lifting your heavy burdens. Find rest in me if you are hurting. Find rest in me if you are fearful while you lift others from their fear. Seek my peace, O peacemakers. Let me help you with that weight you're carrying as you carry it for your brothers and sisters as well. For in me... And my work, you will most certainly find true rest for your weary soul. We are bound up and twisted in this together. Thanks be to our God. Amen.